Hello and welcome to the A to the K Wrestling Show. We are your hosts, Carl and Anthony, and let's kick things off like we always do by throwing it over to Road Dog for A to the K's little known fact of the week. Oh, you didn't know? Beautiful. Now this week we are going to be taking a look at the 10 best surprise entrants at the Royal Rumble. Many remember the year that Mick Foley appeared in the match under all three of his different gimmicks, Mankind, Cactus Jack and Dude Love. But whoa, Anthony, whoa, whoa, did whoa, you know? Whoa. What? They were all Mick Foley. Oh no, kayfabe <laughs> is gone. Um, but Anthony, did you know the record for the most appearances under different gimmicks at the Royal Rumble over the years is actually five? What? Any guesses on who that may be? Any guesses? Don't highlight my white hidden text. You can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, John Cena. Um, well, I'll tell you, I'm since thinking, you've just spoiled it for yourself I'm anyway. Thinking, guys, hang on, let me think. <laughs> oh, go on. Uh, uh, tell the crowd, Carl. Tell the it crowd. is, of course, the one and only Charles Wright. Um, he appeared as Papa Shango, as Kama, Kama Mustafa, the Godfather, and the Good Father. Um, so five <laughs> different gimmicks at the Not Royal this. Rumble. Um, what a ledge! Always remember the Mick Foley one. Crazy. Well, exactly. I mean, in fairness, that was in the same Rumble, and like this is over the the space of you know ridiculous amount of years. But still, he still holds the record because it's uh, five different characters uh, overall. So yeah, mm. That's fair. fun That's fair. and educational as always on the Eight K Wrestling fun Show. Fun educational. <laughs> so yeah, we will throw it back over to Road Dog to sing us out from this segment. Oh, you didn't know! Nice. Um, so, yeah, Anthony, let's kick things off in the WWE as we talk this week in wrestling with uh, the WWE highlights. And I want to talk to you about Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Um, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I, I really want to see this match. Obviously, we've all wanted to see this match for a... The longest of times, um, but Brock was just hilarious. You the again, most, to be fair. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big big man slapping me, you know. It's what a, it's what I love in life. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, to be fair to Brock, he um, he's really been bringing his A game on the mic. Obviously, he's had a mouthpiece in Paul Heyman for pretty much his entire career, um, but. You know, even the the silly stuff. So obviously, in this one, you, you know, the whole Bobby Who thing and stuff like that. Um, it was just genius. Uh, you know what? Like, it feels almost like Brock's had to be in character for ages, and now they've gone to him. Uh, you don't have to be in character. Don't worry about it. So he's just having fun. This is like the most fun I've seen him having in a while. And it's like, <laughs> why weren't you allowed to have fun before this? I just like I don't know. I, I love this Brock. This Brock's awesome. Oh yeah, this Brock is this is absolutely legend. Um, I mean, he's done mad crazy shit. And remember, Boombox Brock. That was also yeah, exactly, another. Uh, yeah, that was him cutting loose a bit, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah um, but no, I am a big fan of this, um, and big fan of what is to come in this feud. And I'm not really sure where it's going to go. Like, part of me thinks surely they're not going to give it to Bobby now because after he won the title in the first place, um, around you know the whole Drew thing, and then he just kind of buried him and he's not been seen for ages. Like, are they going to give him another go or like? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. By all accounts, the plan at WrestleMania isn't to have Brock versus Roman for both titles, um, but the plan is still to have Brock and Roman at Mania. So you'd have to imagine one of them's going to lose it. Um, 
So I, I think, know. I mean, honestly, and this is like a bit of a reach, really, because it's not even in the mention at the minute. But for me, I would, I wouldn't want Brock, I wouldn't want Bobby to win it now, but I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby win the Money in the Bank. Okay. And then having the ability to cash in. Uh, I think this should be an absolute close call and I think it like they should push each other and it should get this should be a mechanism to get Bobby over Sutton shock him, but I don't think he should win. Um but then if we can get him over right and they can actually make this like God, you know, Brock really struggled there kind of thing and we're definitely on for a rematch, um then like as I say, money in the bank as a mechanism to get there would not be a bad shout. Yeah, Just I mean, guy's opinion, obviously. it's an interesting thing with Brock anyway, because is he back full time now? Is he going to go away again for a bit? Like part of me thinks, you know, here's my, you know, many months out uh, predictions here. But I think I agree with you that this is going to be a really close contest. You know, he's going to have the hurt lock on uh, Brock and it's going to look like he's he's gone. But Brock will find a way out of it and he will narrowly pick up the win. I can see Roman getting screwed over um, and Seth being the champ potentially which leads to Roman versus Brock um, at WrestleMania again, because that's what we all want to see. But I think Paul Heyman is going to screw over Brock um, and reunite with... um, I must admit, I'm still kind of expecting that. The the breakup between him and Roman was a bit too clean that you could honestly see some sort of heel turn like that. Yeah, and you could still see where, you know, um, when Roman... Chin Brock the other week on SmackDown, and it was because Heyman was being a bit like, "Don't talk to Roman like that. He's my trouble." Uh, still, you know, after everything, so yeah, and then I think maybe Brock will go away for a little bit, um, but we will see. Um, so yeah, highlights from me: Brock versus Bobby. I want to see it. That's fair. Well, speaking of highlights, Carl, and yes, it's a highlight. We have some new tag champs. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. How are you feeling about this? I'm liking it. You know, to be fair. Um, I like RK Bro. Obviously, they won our A to the Caney for best tag team of the year. They've done some That's really good stuff. One of the stuff. reasons I was super curious about how you felt about it because, like, um, on some level, Alpha Academy are uh, exactly what we like in a tag team, fully fleshed out, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you do have the love for RK Bro. I, I, I don't know. I thought you might be a bit unhappy with this, but no. I mean, I have long thought that it's going to always go this way where Riddle versus Randy is going to happen. Um, so whether it's, you know, the rumble, which I don't think it will be, or whether it's, um, at mania, which is more likely then they can't be tag champions while it happens. So I imagine this is the kind of beginning of the end for them as that team. But I just think, you know, fair play to the likes of Otis taking, you know, every time you serve him up chicken shit, what do you make Anthony? A delicious chicken salad, um, which a is massive strange lunchbox. because he just likes eating steak. Um, <laughs> but I, um, I'm so I'm made up for um, Otis just because I feel like really we could have had this with heavy machinery, yeah. and I hate to say it, but Alpha Academy is the best tag team. Yeah, and to be fair, I feel these... bad for heavy machinery because they did have a good run with NXT, but these guys are a better tag team. They work better together than um, him and. Tucky ever did. No offense to Tucky. No, I mean him and um, Gable have got a you know big history together. Anyway, is uh, you know in amateur wrestling and stuff like that at the Olympics and things. So mm-hmm. their friendship goes way back. And what at I, was the say, time... I think you can feel that though. They seem a lot more cohesive. You, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I, I honestly think you can feel that chemistry between them. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. I think um, Otis, you know, old school Otis was um, he was fun for a little bit, but they basically just went. 
Well, I remember Chris Farley. He was funny at one point. Let's just have him be, you know, a, a bad rip off of him. And it got real old real quick. And then the whole yeah. Mandy stuff. And yeah, you know, that character was done. So when we first saw this version of Otis, I wasn't quite sure. But I think what they managed to do, um, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the kind of world's strongest tag team stuff from back in the day with Haas and Benjamin almost. It's, um, you know, a team of legit guys that, that have gone on to actually get the gold. So fair play. Well, it's interesting you say like um, turning chicken, chicken shit into chicken salad because... I never really thought about it like that, but you, you're right. He's managed to keep himself relevant mm-hmm. all the way through all this. Like this, he's the like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's the first one to actually have the, the um, money in the bank taken off him without uh, actually having a match. Yeah, uh, which is kind of it's a really shit way they did it, and I honestly thought there'd be more shenanigans to it, and there wasn't. That was it's just it just is what it is. That's it now, and the Miz took it for some reason, um, and. I don't know to have that, and you think he'd just totally drop off after that. Um, but he, he's kept himself relevant. This tag team uh, have just quietly been really good for a while, and it's nice to see them pull the trigger. I just hope that they know what to do with them. I, 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 I'm always nervous about tag teams in WWE, as you all know, Cal. <laughs> oh yeah, but, you know, uh, Vince Vince hates paying uh, four people to do uh, the work of two people in one match. <laughs> he just doesn't get it. He doesn't get why he has to do this. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so um, that's uh, that's why we always see uh, one versus one. But you know, from the tag teams, he's just like that. Yeah, we'll just do that. I have to pay the, the one guy. Um, Trying to get him to do a triple threat is insane. So yeah, so fair play. Um, highlight definitely, I think, for these two, and a big, um, big well done to the pair of them for actually um, sticking by throughout the terrible gimmicks they've had, and you know, being able to you know get yeah. through so many different. Rounds yeah, of releases like, yeah, <laughs> and still be here. It's been all Otis talk, but you've got a bloody good point. Cable being saddled with Shorty G oh, for the, the exactly. longest time and doing nothing really. Um, and yeah, like you say, they've they've got through these uh, these bad gimmicks. I think they they're, they're definitely owed this title run. Yeah, <laughs> they've, they've earned it. Let's say. Um, <clears throat> so the next highlight to talk about: um, Big E versus Seth Rollins. Um, hell of a match to be fair to them. And I think the reason it gets the highlight is because. It was so the right way to go about it, and it was the right result. I think, and this isn't again. I'm not slating Big E. I think um, he was fantastic in this match as well. Um, but essentially, it was the right outcome. It was a Seth Rollins win, and it was clean. And that's what's important because we yeah. need to believe Seth is a formidable opponent for Roman. And I get that it it sucks for Big E because he was the champ literally the other week, and now he's like losing to the well, likes of Seth Rollins. But isn't it funny though? This is annoying. This is really annoying that. It only sucks for Big E because they put the title on him too soon, in mm-hmm. our opinion. Because otherwise, we'd be looking at matches like this now, going, you know what, Big E's looking really good, and we we could see the build towards the the, the title scene. But instead, we've had it backwards. He's had the title and he's dropping off. So this feels like a negative, but it shouldn't. This should have been the type of stuff he was doing before heading towards the main title scene. They've yeah. totally done it fucking backwards, Carl. And um, I know some people loved him as champion. But he, it wasn't the right time. We needed this kind of build. We needed these high-profile matches like Seth so we could showcase how good a wrestler Big E is. Because let's be honest, that's something they never really showed us before he got the fucking title. No. Like, and I think... Okay, what anyone says. His <clears throat> feud in the, IC, the mid-card IC title scene was shit. It didn't showcase <laughs> anything about him. No. No, not at all. Um, I think you can usually tell how invested WWE is in somebody... When it starts coming up to WrestleMania season, um, and someone's got the belt, if they don't see them as a future, like you know, main event top guy, 
they won't have that belt by the time it comes to WrestleMania. You've seen yeah. it with the likes of Kevin Owens. You've seen it with um, obviously you know, Big E now. You've seen it with Bray. Really good point there. You just really good point. Yeah. So that's why in, in, uh, I'm never going to not see that now like, <laughs> sorry. It's, like, it's like the course correct before Mania because we can't take risks with Mania of course like, yeah. ah, I don't like that which no. is why which is why that post that um, we put on Instagram the other week around like WWE have really only built like a couple of top stars over the past like 10 years is because it's based solely on that it's like they've given other people the title of course they have but when it comes to the show of shows which is the only big show that they actually can so the, the, the premium live event that they care about <laughs> yes uh, um, you don't pay pay view anymore <laughs> then um, you know that's when it, you really kind of get to see the true colours I think a lot of the time and you know it's it's unfortunate um, but it's the right call I think I don't think he was ready and I, I, I still don't think that means he can't be he just really could do with spending a year to really hone his character and break away from the new day and just you know even if he went back to Big E Langston and got a bit of a, a heel run or something out of him he just needs to have something else because I just think he's run his course as Big E now. Yeah. Um, I, I totally agree. I think this is the thing. Like you and me have been quite negative about him in the t- as the champ, but it's not an against him. He, yeah. He's he is he's definitely championship material. And he's a fantastic wrestler, but like you say, there needed to be some sort of change and something to to have him like I don't know, convincingly have him that way. Yeah. Like no one can tell me this was a good title run. No one can tell me that. No, it definitely wasn't, and he's he's got a lot of the the tools that you need to be the the champion of the company as well. You know, he's a a, w- a really well respected and liked guy. He's you know fantastic with the media and um you know with PR stuff as well. So you know he's got that in his toolkit. If he can get his character right, then absolutely he can be. I just that's the thing. That's the, thing the, that's the annoying because people like people who are defending the Big E title run and and sort of thing and essentially defending Big E act like it's like. We're, we're attacking Big E or we're just against Big E but it's like no because this is actually going to hinder him how long before he gets back to the title scene now well exactly do you know what I mean um, like I much prefer something where they can put him in there and he does absolutely brilliant he has a world and then they go yeah this guy's a champion whereas now they're just that that's creative and management convincing themselves that it doesn't work when it could have worked it fucking could have the problem is now as well for Big E is that he was Intercontinental Champion for so long and the Intercontinental Championship is pretty much just dead in the water, same as the US title in now, terms of... I mean, uh, like The Intercontinental Championship is fantastic. Like, that, that scene's amazing and I'm sure um, you, you know, the guy who's got the belt right now <laughs> is doing really well with it. Hey, come on. Shinsuke's defended it like at least four times in like the year that he's had it so yeah it's fine um never once on a pay-per-view but yeah <laughs> and also even though this is a highlight i'm just going to throw a, a very minor oh shite out there why is he called seth freaking rollins now just why stop it stop it because they got rid of the freak and then they're just slowly trying to bring the freak back stop in seth stop it fucking stupid um so yeah that's a thing um it's just so, uh, it's so <laughs> wwe it's like, we could sell merch. It's like, yeah, you can. You'd have to change his name. No, like, no, no. The announced team's going to make sure you know he's Seth freaking Rollins. So, yeah. Anywho. Usual um, add names, though. That's true, actually. They've done that more recently. Um, they've started adding names back in. Um, go figure. Um, but, Anthony, yeah, we have one final highlight. Do you want to talk us through yeah, that? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Lisa's back. Yay. Now, is it just me, Carl, or does this feel like she might be? Like, 
maybe back a little longer than the Rumble. Are you getting these vibes? You getting these I vibes? I mean, the fact that they brought her onto SmackDown and had to do a promo and stuff like that makes you think it's going to be more than a one-off appearance because it's at least a two-time appearance because she's been on SmackDown as well. So, <laughs> well, uh, but you know, normally they, they come. Like, like uh, example, I was given um, to you over the, the the last week or so, obviously off the air was um, Carlito being like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome! He's back with a rumble. Hopefully, we get to see more of him. And then it kind of sounded that way. And I think he even made some noises about it. Like that was kind of his tryout for working with WWE again. And you're like, oh, hopeful. And then that's it, gone, done, dead in the water. Yeah. Uh, so I always walk with these things with a little bit of fear and go, well, let's not count our chickens here. Like, he rocked you know. up on Raw as well, though, didn't he? Afterwards, some people were like, oh, he's definitely back. And then it's just yeah. like, no. Okay. And um, and this is the bit that worries me. Like, I'd love to see Lita have another little. It doesn't have to be a massive. I get it. Like, it's almost hypocritical at this point to go. I want to see Lita have another run when we talk about building new talent, right? Mm. But at the same time, like, I don't know. This, this, it, she could be used in the right way to elevate some, the women's division and some some up and coming women's talent. Come on, let's keep her around. Well, I mean, to be fair, you know, was it Medusa who was um, speaking a few weeks ago about this, saying that you've got the likes of Goldberg and people like that coming back all the time on the men's side? Like, where's the the old school women wrestlers, legends coming back uh, for a Medusa was really outspoken about it, and she does, unfortunately, have a point. Like, we don't like to admit misogyny, but it's there. Um, Well, like, you look at it and you go there, like Goldberg... Even the likes of Brock and that, you know, they're no spring chickens. They can come back at whatever age. I mean, Ric Flair was taking bumps last year, and he's mm. like 72. So she kind of has a point. Like, women yeah. get sort of put out to pasture a lot sooner by WWE. And it's like, well, no, no, we don't want you on screen now. I mean, to be to be fair, though, as well, like, um, obviously, with her coming back, like, we put a face morph on TikTok about Lita, and there was definitely a comment or two in there which were being negative about how she looks now versus then. And it's like, you, you can't escape it. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't... Why, why does it have to be about that? Why does that matter? She's coming back to wrestle, for God's sake. That's so. the, that, unfortunately, that, that... It does, like... It's a weird... It is a weird double standard. Like, yeah. I'm all for I'm all for equality in the world, but you can't you can't deny these things when you look at, like... We've put up uh, face marks with Goldberg and no one's gone, wow, he's looking old. Well, exactly. Like, and it's right there. We've called Although, it Goldberg. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, fucking it's right say. there. But, <laughs> yeah. but my point being, like, in terms of t- TikTok as the example, there wasn't a lot of shit being given for how he looked or his age. No. Do you know what I mean? If anything, I think he may have even got complimented. Whereas, like, these I mean, to be fair, great you know, age, by the way. There was definitely um, a lot. There was definitely a lot of compliments and stuff for her as well. But there was just those, you know, the little fucking sprinkles in there of people where you're just like, ah, oh, okay, yeah. Sprinkle this a is, little bit of negativity. Yeah. Sprinkle a little bit of uh, see you next Tuesday. Um, <laughs> that, that's South Bay memes right there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking Salty Bay is what I say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, but, I'm, uh, I'm happy she's back. Um, and, you know, I don't know how long of a run she's going to be back for. I don't think she's winning the Rumble. I don't think... How could Mickey win the Rumble and Lita win the Rumble? Come well, exactly. on. Exactly. And obviously Mickey's winning. So, of course she is. Right. Um, let's uh, let's let's speak to her again. Let's check in let's, with her. I mean, I hope if she does win the rumble and we do speak to her again, you remember that she won the rumble and how oh, many she won. Shut up! Yes, I got it in there again. <laughs> yeah, well, she's still gonna remember me, me and that other guy with the beard. The guy that's, with the beard. that's all you'll ever be to her. I'm the guy who got her, knee, her, her titles wrong. I can't even get that right. Damn it! 
I don't even get the thing I got wrong right. <laughs> Damn it. Um, now that adds up, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm happy. Goal eater, I say. Yay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that she stays around for a little bit um, after this, uh, for a little bit more of a run, but I don't think uh, she's going to... A bit gonna... more of a rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's getting the belt, though, but I could be wrong. What about you? Do you think... She's going to I mean, capture the gold. So many belts right now. I mean, she she could go for a tag belt. She could go for a SmackDown women's belt, a Raw women's belt. She could go to NXT and get an NXT women's belt. The the world is her lobster, really. True that. I mean, to be fair, they might as well bring back. I don't know, bring Trish back as well. Have Lita and Trish against the Bellas for the tag title because, you know, fuck it. Honestly, <laughs> they haven't right. got any other teams. It it surprises me that WWE haven't sort of pushed for that up to now, having the Bellas be tag champs at least once. In there mm-hmm. for another little career highlight for them, but um, I I think that's still going to potentially happen. You know, like the pair of them coming back for the rumble. But are they both fully cleared? Because uh, there's a difference between coming back for like a quick bump and coming back, you know, properly, isn't there? And mm-hmm. uh, where where the injured out? Um, I'm not too sure. I know I know Nikki had uh, neck problems and stuff like that. I'm not too sure about Brie, but um. I know they've had injury stuff in the past, but I think they just chose to retire at that point in time. So mm. hopefully they're cleared. And, you know, as we've seen, time away from the ring can do um, the world of good in terms of getting back into it. So I'm mm. sure they could have a another run. Um, but yeah, we'll come on to the, the tag division uh, shortly. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, so them to be the highlights this week. Um, moving swiftly on to the Oshites. Um I feel like I say this every week, so I'm not going to go and harp on about it too much longer again. But continually on the no- on the nose with this Damien Priest thing, he's now backstage with the Street Profits, and they're just like, "Well, which side are you? We going to get? Are we going to get the Damien side? You know, who's the bad guy? Or are we going to get you know the Priest side? Who's the good guy? Like, are you shitting me? Like, ha- they're literally sp- they're spelling it out now. Like." I, I thought it couldn't get any more on the nose, but they literally had this whole segment about explaining the Damien Priest character, just in case you couldn't get it from what they've been forcing <laughs> down your throat for the, the last few weeks. Horrendous. Um, so, yeah, I just had to complain about it because I couldn't believe it, to be fair. Yeah, so, it's, yeah. Like you say, it's been coming. Um, it, you know, it, yeah. Why? <clears throat> what have they Why? done, Carl? It was going so well. I know. Poor Priest. Poor Priest. So, my next one, Carl, and I'm actually, I've not seen a lot of talk about this, so I don't know how the people, the people are feeling about this, but um, Nikki Ash is a heel. I'm not digging it. Now, don't get me <laughs> wrong, I'm getting very slight vibes here of um, when Bailey turned heel, and I moaned about that. You can go back and check our podcast um, way back when. I moaned about that at the time because she was too smiley and too happy and too friendly to be a, a heel and mm-hmm. she ended up being a really fucking good heel once she sort of found her feet and got comfortable with it so maybe nikki could make a good heel and nikki's done some like she's done her characters in the past where she's been that sort of psychotic uh, what was it scottish psychopath was the gimmick mm-hmm. wasn't it i believe yeah um so she's capable of that kind of character work but what's weird for me is like so far and this is the initial turn you know she's turned on uh Rhea, and we'll talk about the how weird that looked as well like Rhea getting beaten up by a little superhero chick. Uh, but it doesn't work with the character she's got now, and it feels really disjointed. And, and there's time to fix that, but right now, this heel turn looks stupid. 
because like yeah. not only does Rhea tower over it and basically didn't put up a fight, it just doesn't work for this like, someone dressed up as a superhero to be like, ah, I hate you, and attacking yeah. her. Like it just it, the think, whole thing just felt <clears> fucking stupid. Obviously, to to us who understand that there are multiple layers to people, and it's not just about what it looks like on the surface. The way to rebooks things is to t- tell people it's only about what's you know on the surface, as we just learned from the Damien Priest thing back then. So to the point you've just made, you've got a very you know much taller, kind of more athletic, um, dark you know black lipstick, you know more gothic character, and a comic book little you know hero, and it's a complete role reversal where the they you know innocent looking comic book superhero is the bad the bad guy in this and like beating the crap out of Rhea Ripley um and is is, is at the, the heel turn so I agree with you I think Nikki has been a fantastic heel uh, when she was the psychopath as part of um insanity was it no sanity not insanity um mm-hmm. as part of sanity and and even after that with the stuff she was doing um with Alexa and things she can do heel work absolutely um but yeah I just I can't see how that's going to work under this current Nikki A.S.H. Um, gimmick, to be fair. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm hoping the, the actually, this might be, have been, that's the initial heel turn, and she's the drop in the hero thing as well, because she can't be healed with that gimmick, as far as I'm concerned. There's, there's still they're going to try. Work out. <laughs> there's still time for this to work out, but what's he going to do, dress slightly darker? Is it going to be like the Superman thing, where she suddenly has a darker outfit? I don't even think that's going to happen. I think she's <laughs> going to wear the exact same outfit, and we're just meant to accept it, um, but we'll see. Um... So yeah, uh, not good, not good at all. Not good at all. The next, oh, shite to talk about. Um, why is Grayson Waller getting so much time on on like Raw as well? Like they moved AJ onto NXT to have a match with this dude, and then now he's rocking up on Raw. Um, okay. Yeah. It it you know why not man? Why and not? it's like he's now part of this weird Austin Theory Vince McMahon little like you know do it for Daddy thing that's going on at the moment um so none of it just makes any sense unfortunately i feel bad for both austin uh, theory for not getting time um to actually put on a really good match with aj styles to be fair um because yeah we have to have more grace and waller so yeah i mean i feel i'm i'm a bit unsure i don't know how you feel about grace and waller but i feel like is this something that a lot of people are behind and maybe you and me just aren't keen uh like is that what's happening here I, mean, I don't want to be too negative about it because I'm like, is it just something I, I'm not particularly into? Or the thing is, is as it? well that you've got to remember is Raw is full of just casual fans. It's been on the t. It's been on TV for so many years. People just know that. Oh yeah, wrestling's on at nine o'clock on. You know, um, fucking what, what channels did he run? Can't remember. Uh, USA. So it's like USA, yeah, man. yeah. We'll just um, yeah, we'll just stick that on in the background so they know. You know what I mean? But no, nobody watches NXT. <laughs> You can see from the ratings how anyone watches NXT. So it's like, to anybody who doesn't watch NXT, who's this guy? Why is he here now? Doesn't make any sense. Um, so, I think it is it's kind of the lack of um, story behind it all, really, isn't it? Yeah. We're honest. So that's it. Minimum effort. <laughs> that's just them in a nutshell, really. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention it briefly that I thought it was crap. It didn't really need to happen, but that's mm. just me. That's fair, that's fair. Uh, well, Carl, the next one, again, probably a bit of a controversial, not controversial, that's not the right word, debatable topic, because I know some people are happy with it. But, personally, I think, you know, we've seen the return of Alexa, sort of, with these, you know, uh, videos and whatever. Um, 
and she is still very much in the I don't even know what you call the gimmick, the fiend gimmick, because I can't think of a decent uh, name that they ever gave it. Uh, and she should have dropped the character. This would have been the right time for her to come back. Uh, a lot of people like on social media were like, oh, she should have been the goddess and stuff like that. But so many people have been defending it as well, saying, you can't just like come back and act like that That whole character never happened. And it's like, of course you fucking can. We've had that plenty of times. Like Undertaker was buried alive and came back as the, the dead man and no one said a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? You can change characters. That's fine. Um, and I'm not sure where they're going with it because it I kind of got vibes of the whole Kane in um, couples therapy with Daniel Bryan, the way they're doing this whole therapy angle. And it's, are they ultimately going to get it to a point that she's not that character anymore because the therapist helps? Because it just seems like he's just going to torment the therapist, to be honest with you, but whatever. Uh, either way, so far, I'm not so sure. I feel like they probably should have dropped the gimmick when they had the chance. Yeah, it feels um, it feels almost forced at this point now, doesn't it? Um <sighs> I'm just waiting for them to bring Lily back again uh, for for all of this, to be fair, because she was obviously a bit of a merch seller. And fair play to Alexa. Like, we weren't huge fans of everything she did, but we gave her a lot of credit for what she did with um, the stuff she had available to her. So, you know, it's not my favourite gimmick in the world, especially when there's no Fiend anymore. So it would have been the perfect opportunity, especially with the Rumble as well. Why not just not announce her? Have her come back on the rumble with her own theme, you know, old theme music, and it's just oh, Alexa Bliss is back, awesome, done. Yeah, that's it. It's all you had to do. So, yeah. Um, Honestly, we'll yeah, actually, it annoys me now more so now you mentioned that. Cause I never really considered, but they they could have literally not said a word and had to come back at the rumble. People would have popped for the surprise return, wouldn't have cared at all what gimmick it was, and we didn't need all this build up. Yeah, exactly. So you've got to wonder what if uh, any end goal there is um, to this. But I'm not optimistic about it right now. I'm here. Every Rumble, I'm here for the surprises. And, you know, the more time we put into this, the more I'm like, are we going to get any surprises this year? This is feeling a little <laughs> bit a little bit spelled out. This yeah, year. I'm, I'm I think here. up to now, I think there's either nine or eight spots left open on the women's and, like, 15 spots open on the men's. So Fuck. there's still a, a little Ends bit of room. There's, like, half a Rumble there for the men. Now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's still a potential for a couple, I would say. But, I mean, obviously Cody Rhodes is rocking up, if you believe the well, rules on the internet. It's crazy um, when you AEW's just falling apart. Jericho's turning up, Cody's turning up. That's it. Joseph's Every- list. John Moxley's going to turn up. Well, <laughs> Dean Ambrose is going to turn up. Even, um, even Punk had to check in with uh, with Uncle Dave, didn't he, to see whether he's going to rock up on the, in the Rumble because he's sorting his calendar out. So. And then if you go off my theory from last week, you know, MJF's going to rock up. There you go. That's it. Just, it's literally going to be 15 AEW versus 15 WWE. We're finally getting the, the invasion angle done right. You know, we're taking the piss now. Imagine coming, like, doing Rumble reaction, like, oh my God. <laughs> Find <laughs> me the all the hats. I'm eating them all. Um, but yeah, so no, that's not going to happen. Um, so the next one to talk about, um, I'm keen to get your thoughts on this as well. Um, so in the main event on Raw, we had a triple threat match. Um, to determine the new number one contender for Becky Lynch. So we had um, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop. Um, and it was actually Dewdrop who picked up the win. Um, and I'm a big fan of, um, you know, the Viper herself. Uh, not necessarily the Dewdrop character. But I'm not necessarily digging this because where'd you go from here? Who plays the face? They spent, they've already turned Dewdrop. Becky's all, already healed as well. And I'm not saying you can't have heel versus heel. But you have to do it really, really well to make it 
Good. Um, and this doesn't feel like it's going to be done really, really well. So, who do you cheer for? Too negative about it, but like, given the way Becky was acting, and given the way they have been with Dewdrop so far, I don't think they're going to show her any respect, and I think it's going to be a bit of a car crash of a match. Mm. So, in terms of like who plays the face, I don't even think it matters. I don't think they're going to. This is just another mechanism for Becky to take another win. Yeah. Because I don't like just and I, I, like you say Piper, because I don't like using the name Dewdrop because it, it's shit and I'm, I'm sick of them. Anytime someone hits the main roster, they change the names or something stupid. I'm sick of that too, right? Uh, we'll talk about Walter later. <laughs> anyway, um, I just feel like in her run on the sort of the main show, if you will, they've not really shown her much respect. So to suddenly put her in the title scene just feels a bit like they're doing that so that someone can, you know, take a loss to Becky. So, I, I don't know. I'm maybe being a bit pessimistic there, but I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, me neither. So, it's a strange one. I guess we'll have to see how it plays out, but at the minute, it's going to be heel versus heel by the looks of it, and I just think the crowd will be absolutely flat for it, which is a shame, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Let's see how it pans out. Yeah. So, Carl, next one. and I'd love to get your thoughts on this. I feel like you've been outspoken on this in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but this week, another little low light, another little low shite, another little just fucking useless. Just fucking, what are you, I don't even know. Naomi and Sonya Deville. It infuriates me, Anthony, if I'm honest with you. Um, I, I, I can feel the hate already. You now <laughs> bring Adam Pearce into the mix as well. It's just, I don't get it. And it, it's it's pissing me off how it's so so pedantic, isn't it? It's like... Every week, it seems, at the minute, Naomi goes into the office and Sonya Deville's like, I've got me jacket on, what did I say? You can't hit me while I've got me jacket on. And then, like, she manages to find her in the in the office later that night. She hasn't got a jacket on. And it's like, oh, now it's, I can hit you then. And she's like... so fun. It's, it's like... Oh, you can't hit someone with glasses. And well, like, exactly. Oh, no. But it's like, you know, how, how fucking stupid. Like, clearly she just... You know what I mean? She means I'm running the show. Unless I'm in a match with you then you can't hit me. But it's like, no, because she's got a jacket off, so now I can hit you. It's like, it's so fucking stupid. And then Adam Pearce is like getting in the way. It's like, what? what is happening? What I is this I don't understand the stupidity of it in terms of like, like, I know, all right, suspend disbelief, it's a wrestling show, blah, blah, blah. Right, but like, I, I like them to, to make sense in their own universe, right? At no point is it cool to like, attack your boss when they're not in uniform. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> well exactly like they still hold that position of power like Naomi should have considered like she's not wearing the jacket now right but they can still when they put the jacket back on they can still make your life harder like shouldn't that have been the motivator like Naomi really doesn't want to play ball but she's forced to because Sonya holds that position of power over her she still holds that position of power over her Mm -hmm. so like like you say why are we doing it this way why is it so fucking stupid I've no idea and the thing that irked me the most as well this week um, about it all is it just reeked of fucking Stephanie McMahon and um, Daniel Bryan where it was instead of basically instead of calling Naomi a B plus player she said you know you're acting like the main character Um, or or no what was it you're giving off main character vibes but you're just an extra or something and it was like Wow, what a really shit way to say what you know Stephanie McMahon said to Daniel Bryan all that time ago. That's all it was. This is what we're getting here. Um, <clears throat> this is like this is if you ordered Stephanie and Daniel Bryan from Wish. This is what we're getting. It's awful. 
<laughs> like, no, we've got Stephanie and Daniel Bryan at home. <laughs> yes, all the meetings. It's uh, um, yeah, it's it's shocking. Isn't it? It's terrible. And I, I, do you know what? Like the, the annoying thing is, I give them both so much credit. Naomi could be. She still has so much potential to be something like the crowd was so behind her at one point and WWE didn't pull the trigger. Sonya has been like, I don't really know what's going on with Sonya at the minute. She had some time off. She's still kind of not back. But she, again, is another fantastic women's wrestler. They both could be doing something so much better than this. But why are we getting this kind of just piss poor storytelling right now? Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, so the next one. WWE been quite vocal lately um, around AEW saying that, you know, they... Not too violent and stuff like that, you know. I mean, they've got you know, literally, we've got Johnny Knoxville coming into the Royal Rumble, like, um, you know, but they don't condone like silly acts of violence. I, I, oh, um, I've got, I've got, we're waiting for the news, but I've got some fucking things to say about but that. But Anthony, guess what? Sami Zayn's got his own version of Jackass called Inzane. For some reason, where he, he sits in a shopping trolley hey, with wanna, some bodyguards. Wanna, for a second, for a second, right, I want everyone to acknowledge that awkward pause that me and Carl just had then. That's where people would normally put laughter. Yeah. But the problem is, it's not fucking funny. It really, I mean, and for Sami Zayn as well, who typically does really well with the shit that he's given, this was just awful, wasn't it? it, it, it he comes out in a chopping trolley with a, a crash helmet on and bodyguards and the plan's meant to be he's going to do a, a jump over the ring and land on a crash mat. And, the the, the you know, the small missing ingredient to this was why what was what was that meant to achieve he's getting back at johnny knoxville eliminating him the previous week by showing he can jump over a ring in a shopping cart okay um i mean sound that makes 100 percent sense i don't know what your problem is so yeah for me this was just a massive honestly like i feel this is them like i don't know how you feel about this car right the whole it's cool to see Johnny Knoxville. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the whole Knoxville thing, and this is slightly away from WWE, having another Jackass film and stuff, we're just tweaking people's nostalgia like way too much. It actually kind of makes me feel a little bit sad because I realise <laughs> how old everyone's getting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this isn't good. Stop bringing back stuff from my childhood because it reminds me that I'm an old man. Right? I don't like that. Like, <laughs> at some point, Jackass doesn't work because you're watching old men hurt themselves. Like, see Anthony. You the, see. the daring things will be like going for a walk and the ice soon because they're not like, um, you know, old and that's like dangerous as fuck. They're not doing this to capture the the wonder of the past. What the what you know what they do with the likes of Jackass and pretty much with WWE lately as well is they have this thing which is called a you know a fear of being creative and coming up with new ideas and so just reverting back to the stuff that used to work. Because you spend the money on it, so you want to at least hopefully get some of that money back. That's why every movie that comes out now is either a Marvel, DC movie, or is just you know a reboot of something or a, a, a you know a prequel. So we could trigger some people with that as well, because if you look, the plot's <laughs> been the same for a shit ton of those films as well. Yeah, but um, um, you might so. you might be right. I mean, look at Knoxville. Like he's uh, he went into the the world of acting and then was like, you know what, this isn't working. I'm going to go back to what's safe. Oh, yeah. Get me the shopping cart. <laughs> like, so, yeah, maybe. Well, exactly. I mean, put it this way, if Knoxville has a, a somewhat decent show and we're going to go back to getting, um, you know, weekly guest hosts on Raw again soon. So, yeah. Fuck it, don't, don't, Carl, don't. Hang on. No, just, what, actually, just had this come in from the anonymous GM. 
<laughs> I prefer the guest host to the anonymous GM, you know. Like, if we're going to get mm. someone to run raw, that way. Admittedly, that, like, in theory, be a car crash because the management would never be consistent. But I prefer at least having some sort of, like, you know, guest sort of person there than the whole laptop thing they were doing where Michael Cole just speaks yeah. to fans. It would actually make more sense then as well about why the booking is so batshit crazy because it's a different, you know, host every week who knows nothing about wrestling. It actually makes sense. Maybe, maybe this has been going on the whole time. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. Um. <laughs> now, I'm sure everyone backstage dealing with the creative elements knows something about wrestling. I mean, you never have someone back there who didn't know what to do at all. Man. That's it. And, you know, you know, I, I, I take it back anyway. It's um, it's not just rehashing things from the past. It's all about coming up with brand new ideas and gimmicks and concepts. Uh, do you want to talk about your next one, Anthony? <clears throat> of course. Right. So... Uh, okay, right. I, what? I'm not overly against right the idea, but the execution was great. Like, I, I kind of don't want to be an O'Shite for Aaliyah, right? Aaliyah is going to be my O'Shite this week, Carl. And I don't want to because she's got so much potential, right? And I, I don't want to knock her. She's you know, she's working with what she's been given, right? But you know, Aaliyah has set a new record for the fastest WWE win in history at just three. Point seventeen seconds, and um, obviously, we, what have we got now, Carl? What have we got? Well, three seventeen. Aaliyah three seventeen says, "I just pinned your ass." Um, and yeah. it's more that than anything. Like, I don't mind. I don't know how you feel about the um, the surprisingly quick win. I don't think exa- I don't think they did it to the wrong person because Natty's sort of in the right position that it won't really damage her and she's not really being built up to anything just yet that it would be a problem so it's kind of the right win to get if you're going to do that kind of sudden victory over somebody I think Natty was probably the right shout um, and it's a good way of showcasing Leah who is relatively new to the main roster but uh, are we really going to try and push her a 317 gimmick that, I mean, that's the reason fair. it's an no O'Shite I'm not, I'm not knocking yeah. Aaliyah but that's the reason it's an no O'Shite yeah, I'll agree with you there. I think Ali is really good. Um, she's she, the the kind of ruining her though already. Like um, the promo she gave before the match was like, you know, I need to make sure that you know, you know, referencing the fact that she was sick um, after the last match she had and stuff like that um, from nerves and things. And I don't know, they're just they're overscripting her, I think, and then pulling this out as well, where it's like they're now you just know they're going to turn it into a a three seventeen shirt. They'll probably do it like. You know, in about two months' time, because they're so fucking fast with these things. Um, Didn't they release a Becky Lynch shirt to a similar effect as well? That was a Stone Cold ripoff. Oh, I remember what her shirt said. I'm confident she had a Becky. There was a Becky Lynch shirt where she was mimicking Stone Cold shirt. Oh, it's probably just like the Man 316 or something. You know, just because. Quite possibly, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so funny games, old shit. There's definitely some merch coming anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's de- it's definitely not a slight to Natty or you know Aaliyah really. I think it's 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 something different for Natty to be kind of this um, Guinness real world record holder kind of braggadocious bitch kind of thing. I don't mind that. I don't mind Aaliyah either. But you can just tell from this, it was only set up for for that, and it just was like, well, what's the point? Um, exactly. We had like you know massive promo and stuff beforehand. We have the whole build up to the match and the whole beat down. Like she's not going to be able to compete, and uh, it was, went on for ages, and it lasted three seconds. It's like for fuck's sake. So 
Just and, uh, I know you're not a big fan of the quick roll-up anyway. Well, I'm not a fan of the quick roll-up when fucking she'd been beaten down for ages and Natty was completely fresh and she just did the lame-ass roll-up. And like, but, why wouldn't you kick out of that? I, just, I don't get it. But you see, this is the this is the, the, the trying to sell it. Like, I was so caught off guard, I just didn't have a chance to, to which, kick out. Which would like, be fine if it's not like three fucking three seconds. Three. Exactly. You can't you even can say like, oh well, because you it, can hear the fella tapping the fucking. Well, that's it. You can't even say it was a fast count because the, you know it was a three point one seven second. Like it's a, that's the record. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so, Natalie. So, Natalie, you're telling me you lay there just like this for three point one seven seconds for no reason without any damage. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just contemplating life, like wow, yeah. <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> it's like out of one of them bad sitcoms, isn't it? It was at this moment <laughs> I realised I'd fucked up. Um, <laughs> And so the final oh shite for WWE this week is maybe surprise. I want to get your thoughts on it, Anthony. Um, the Roman Reigns and Seth freaking Rollins segment um, just didn't deliver for me. Um, I'm really hyped to see these two. And this was just so flat for me. I don't know whether you've got any like, different thoughts. I agree. Like, I don't think it was like egregious or anything. But I do agree that I was expecting more as well. And I think that's the problem is that we know that Roman is a lot more capable than he used to be. And Seth, obviously, is a master on the mic. So you just expect more. And well, that's it. They've got such think... a history together. of loads of stuff they could draw from. And the yeah. big fucking, you know, killer punch was him going, oh, if I wanted to fight a superstar from your household, I would have picked your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. You know, like, wow. <laughs> that's fucking awful. Um, so... And it's not... It's not, do you know what? That would actually work as an insult if she was ridiculously more successful than. But they're probably about on par in terms of like title wins and status. Yeah. So like, what's he getting? At? Like, like, my wife's just as successful as you. You know what uh, I mean? Like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be more insulting to say like, uh, you know, oh, I could pick your wife. Uh, you know, she's better than you, but even she sucks. I bet better. Um, more trouble from your from your little kid who you just started. You know what I mean? It's so many better things to do where you could trash both of them, but. What did he achieve from this? Uh, it just, I, I don't know. I'm and then it just kind of I, ended I, with the Usos running in and running away. I just, it was shit. Well, naturally the Usos got running. It was shit. Did you see, um, I'll have to send you the video if you haven't, but uh, people are speculating that Roman nearly dropped the end bomb in his promo and pulled himself back from it. No. Have you seen that? No. Uh, I'll have to show you. And I don't I don't know. Uh, for me, he might have just been stumbling over his words, but I th- I, like it was a... a I'd love to credit the person, but I, I can't because I always forget these things after I've seen them. But someone on um, TikTok sort of showed the clip at, at that moment where you, it looked like he was going to say it and then he kind of it kind of mumbled away. And you're like, did he? Or was he I can't just think, I can't think at any point where that would have made any... Like, what? Yeah, please send me that. I'll, just, I'll find it for you. I'll find it for where, you. Where but, could that have um, even fitted in anyway? Um, it was just literally just like a throwaway little... Uh, <laughs> A half word at the end of one of his um, uh, sentences, and it's like, did he? Did he? And maybe they're looking at something that's not there. But we yeah. coming for you, nincompoop. Um, <laughs> so, oh, there they so are sleepy there. suffering and all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, so for me, this just uh, didn't deliver, which is a massive shame because I really want to see these two. Um, I thought it'd be so much better. Rollins has been killing it on the microphone. Roman's been killing it on the microphone. This was just a dud, man. Um, so yeah. Hope, hopefully it steps up otherwise what a shame what a shame indeed but you know what they're still going to have a really good match as as, as this was they, they can they can go in the ring the pair of them they've worked together long enough that I, I've got faith 
Do you kind of have faith? I've just had an epiphany or something here. I don't know that's the right that's the right word for it. Imagine if Anthony, we have just like when it was Roman versus Brock and Seth runs down with the briefcase and basically costs Roman. Maybe Brock's gonna run down. Oh my god, how good would that be? <laughs> In a very similar fashion. Sorry. Oh, do you know what? Um, I would give so much credit to WWE if they actually like that. Echo back to that. I'd like that. Um, and just have that you know surprised look on uh, Rollins face where he's just like you know I thought you were coming for me or something kind of thing as payback that'd be brilliant Um, so yeah yeah, I like that that. but of course that'll never happen Uh, that's too poetic (laughs) so yeah Anthony WWE this week unfortunately I'm going to have to give it a one Uh, I only picked four highlights um, and even the ones that I picked they were were okay uh, but they weren't massively good at all fortunately so that's a one for me yeah it's hard to disagree. I'm probably going to land on a one as well. Although, I don't think I was particularly annoyed with this week. But it was a, a big load of nothing, really. Yeah. And considering we're building up to the run, but it shouldn't feel that way. So, I've got to kind of land on a one as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, let's move over to AEW. Um, so, first highlight I want to talk about this week, Anthony, is CM Punk versus Wardlow. This has had very mixed reviews. For me, I thought it was brilliantly executed. Um, They kept Wardlow super strong, as they should. It would have pissed me off if CM Punk could beat the shit out of Wardlow after everything they've done for his character. Um, And, you know, they're building Wardlow up to be this unstoppable force, which is what you want. And he batted the shit out of CM Punk, um, and it was great. Um, However, (laughs) um, the roll-up. I, you know, I've just said the same thing on on SmackDown, so I'm going to say it here as well. Yeah, it just it pisses me off. I don't get why people book these finishes. Like, there was there was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, if someone would have if something would have happened that made it make sense, why Wardlow would be down for three seconds, sound, or even if he managed to hit a single move or so, it just yeah, let's let's do a roll up. At least it was a more convincing one than what we've seen on WWE, but it wasn't good enough for me um, as a finish, yeah. but. Still, I like I like the whole the whole match really in the sense of it's. You must love the the Bret Hart nods as well though. Oh, it was so good. Obviously, um, you know I I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm just making this up in my head. It for me it was like a proper homage to um, to Bret versus Diesel. Um, like the whole psychology of it all made sense and stuff like that. It it just it was really good. And I think it, now it, I've um, some people have. Uh, again, I've seen a TikTok where they've played elements of it side by side, and you're definitely right about the. Um, Send me that one too. I want to see. Yeah. It. This isn't um, the first time Punk's done this. He obviously <laughs> has a. He's obviously a big fan of Brett. Yeah. Um, and I think Brett, correct me if I'm wrong, has previously actually said that Punk is one of the best wrestlers today as well. Yeah, I think uh, they've got a lot. And he was an active wrestler, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of mutual respect for each other, um, yeah. which is nice to see. But yeah, I think um, like I I so wanted this to be the moment that Wardle be you know tore MJF's head off but obviously we couldn't do it yet but you know it's coming and you know it's like you just you can't wait for it so um, yeah I thought it was really well done it's coming it's going to be great exactly Um, so yeah get a a big thumbs up from me I thought it was done really well that's fair that's fair so um, this one Carl uh, I mean I'm going to call it a highlight I think it deserves to be a highlight um, I know some people might be apprehensive. I think it depends on whether you're a fan or not. But Lance Archer's returned. Mm-hmm. The Archer has returned. The Archer of infamy, if you will. <laughs> I jest, of course. Um, and he returns and takes out Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I love it. Uh, 
I get why some people might be dubious on this. Um, I'm I'm all for it. I want to see where they go with this. I want to see what happens. But um, you know, Lance has kind of not been used all that much. He's you know he's not really he has potential for days, but he's not. He's had some silly gimmicks really, and uh, I don't Do think you know he's doing pretty well in AEW as a whole so far. But you know, everyone's got to find the their moment and their time. It's quite a stacked roster and quite short shows in general really so you know he can't be there all the time in your face being the best um but this could be moving into something that's really good for for lance um although again we'll see where we go with it because i don't exactly want him taking out hangman page at this stage but you know yeah i'm gonna make a very odd comparison here of lance archer is very it kind of reminds me of biggie a little bit in the sense that he's got a shitload of potential and you want him to be the big star and he just, they've kind of tried to give him a little bit of a push in the past, but when he was like throwing people through ceilings and just, you know, kicking people out from the entrance tunnel every week and just doing stupid shit, basically, um, mm. where his character wasn't ready for it. So obviously yeah. he's, he's been away for a little bit. He had that concussion, that scary um, move, didn't he, off the top that's kept him out oh, for a bit. Oh, yeah, so yeah. nice to see him back, nice to see him healthy. And yeah, I, I'm interested to see, I mean, firstly, like, it was awesome that we, you know, we had Hangman versus Danielson, and you know that that was fantastic. But you know, you want to see the likes of Hangman going up against a big gritty monster, don't you? So who better than the Murderhawk monster? So I was made Indeed. up to be fair. Um, I didn't know who was going to be next for Hangman. That was something I was a bit worried about to be fair. Like who, who would he go for? Like who's going to go for him next? And, and I think this is a good. Choice. It's a weird one. This it is a weird one because it's not. If you'd have gone to me, pick anyone you want. I probably wouldn't have even considered Lance. But now he's in the fray. I'm like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Exactly. In fairness. I mean, you know well, he's got the chops in the ring. You know Hangman has. You know there's a story that they could tell there. So, yeah, it's definitely not something I think either of us saw coming. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. Let's see where it goes. That's there. We're digging it. We are digging it. Speaking of things, we're digging. Um, Serena Deeb, Hikari Shida, make it 2-2. Um, Deeb absolutely comes flying out um, during Sheeda's entrance and fucking chop blocks the shit out of Sheeda's knee and then goes to town with a kendo stick. Um, and if you see the pictures of Sheeda um, as she's gone back to Japan, um, she really did beat the shit out of her knee with that kendo stick. Her knee is like 10 times the size it should be. Oh, this um, wasn't even booked. <laughs> yeah, <she's, laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I said use the prop kendo stick. Never. Um, but yeah, no, I think... Um, I'm really digging Serena Deeb. Obviously, Sheeda's been fantastic for the company. Um, this rivalry's been great as well. Um, so, obviously, they've now evened it up. But I just think Deeb has been a whole different level when she's been this kind of vicious, ruthless heel. Um, and, you know, the stuff I, she's doing, like attacking before the bell and just, you know... And, like, even this kind of reminded me a little bit of Brett. Maybe I just got Brett on the brain. I always have Brett on the brain. But, like, brain, when... Um, brain. After you know uh, the Austin match, and he just going to go into town on him and like not stopping and stuff like that. I was just I know uh, Deeb's a massive Brett fan as well, so um, yeah, maybe there was a little homage there. But I really can't oh, wait to Brett. see. I would love it if they ended this in an Iron Woman match. I think this is one that is um, you know it's it's been teed up for now. It's, it's two and two. It's do you know what's awesome? How good is like this rivalry, and there's no title involved. Yeah, imagine they haven't gone. Well, let's only concentrate on the women in the title scene. Like these two are just fucking awesome, and I'm I'm invested in this feud, and there hasn't had to be any sort of title involved. Yeah, it's so rare, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, and you know, they might they might be doing this over in WWE with um, 
Nikki and Ray Ripley now potentially. I'm not sure, but it's very <laughs> yeah, okay. it's very few and far between where you get a rivalry that isn't just for the belt over in WWE. So it's nice. Exactly. That the, I think that's what I'm. I'm almost conditioned to work with. It's like, well, the, the, he wants a championship, and he wants a championship, or she wants a championship, and she wants a championship. I think. Yeah. Like, people aren't just like having a rivalry anymore. Well, and, that's it. Um, um, it's, it's just great to see. We've had it. We've had it loads in AEW as well. You've had the likes of uh, Red Velvet and Jade Cargill. You had obviously that epic culmination of the feud between um, Bunny and Ford and um, TJ and stuff as well. So you know, there's loads yeah. of little rivalries that are happening. So a lot of people shit on their women's division in AEW, and I don't know. I don't think it's. Um, I don't think that's Honestly, the case like, anymore. If people wanted to be completely honest right now, right. And people don't. People want to favour the... Because like, for some reason, you have to take sides. You have to draw a line in the sand and take sides. You can't enjoy both. And if you do enjoy both, you're a fucking liar. Preposterous. But, but if they're being honest and you looked at the, the rosters side by side, the women's division in AEW is more engaging and better booked than WWE at the moment. I'll agree with that. Like I, I genuinely would. You know, Has WWE got more top-tier level stars um maybe well, at, you know they've got the four horse women and stuff like that yeah and that's the thing but if you look at literally just the bookings over the last few months right we've been invested in the tnt title tournaments tbs title tournaments sorry that i was so invested i, I knew exactly what the title was <laughs> tbs title tournaments we've got uh serena deep karishida say we had the bunny and and uh Penelope Ford and tj um we've had the actual main title scene with brit baker you know all those things going on that I, I, we've literally been super invested in, in all fairness. Mm-hmm. But on the WWE side, what can you list? Yeah. Because I'll be honest, I, I, I'm I, still not really into the whole Becky situation at the moment, so I'm not really that into it. The best thing to come out of WWE in the women's division in the last few weeks, months even, uh, has probably been Mickey James uh, <laughs> and Lita, yeah. which is, is not great. Yeah, like, I think it's, um, not, it's not not great because they are awesome, but it's not great because like in terms of what they're booking at the minute, like you know we we've already complained about it, but the Sonya Deville Naomi stuff just feels a bit silly. Yeah, uh, I'm even really um, apprehensive about Do Drop going going against Becky. Before that, uh, Becky sort of like the whole Bianca Belair Becky thing. I'm still not a fan of how they did that. Yeah, you know? I, I was going to say like I feel like they really dropped the ball with Bianca because obviously you had Bianca Sasha at Mania that was fantastic and you know mm-hmm. Bianca was really finding a feet and then they just like that just went with with Becky coming back and I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna pay it off eventually but she hasn't exactly been yeah, doing yeah. loads you know in the meantime Bianca so I'll, yeah I think you're completely right there's been so much going on in the AW women's division even the likes of um it's not just like a recent thing either you've had like the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker stuff like that one uh, PWI match of the year and you know yeah. I was I you know I was I was close as putting it as my match of the year for the A to the Canes as well it, you know just missed out there so um. Mm. They've been Thunder should it. always get the awards, man. <laughs> you know this. Thunder. Do you know what? Like it's things like that, right? Uh, sorry, because I have a mark for Thunder Rosa, but this is where if they could get some sort of working relationship, if Thunder Rosa turned up at the Women's Rumble, which I know is unlikely because there's no suggestion that there's a relationship between AEW and WWE just yet. If she could turn up at the Women's Rumble, that, that's it. I'm marked out. That, 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 I'm done. I'm happy. I'm a happy man at that point. Because she's know. badass, and she and they're rocking up for WWE as well. Just be fucking insane. Yeah. But I mean, their women's rumbles already insane enough. I wish they hadn't told us about some of these things. Well, but exactly. I get why. I, I get from a business point of view why they did. But the Mickey James thing is unreal. Like that's that's fair play to them. You know, they're, they're booking something that's like 
really fucking cool, you know, yeah. and they're not afraid to do it. So I've got to give them credit for stuff like that. But I just feel like I'm kind of defending AEW's women's division, I suppose, because there's still that misconception that their women's division's not great and they don't treat the women's division right. I they treat it better than WWE. Are, yeah, if we're honest, objectively, take all your feelings. Take all your feelings. Just chat facts, and you know we're right. Um, so the next one, Anthony. Oh, sorry, Edmund, I ranted that much on your point. <laughs> I forgot it was mine. Um, honestly, I don't need to talk on it a lot, Carl. I think we can both agree. Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia was a banger of a match, and that's all I want to say on that. I think the pair of them just—I um, <laughs> think the pair of them just always put on bangers of a match. I've been super impressed with uh, Daniel Garcia. Never really knew who he was at all um, before he got yeah, to AW. I know he's been in like um, he's been in two or five live, and he obviously done loads of stuff on the indies. Um, but I'd never really knew much of him. And then obviously he's come in. He's had matches with fucking everybody that you could think of in terms of um, top talent in there, and he's always delivered. So yeah, he's um, he's definitely a future talent there. And I think Sammy's just oh, stepped it up. He's just another level again. Um, just gets better it's and better. The, honestly, seeing more of Sammy like this just pisses me off that Cody's even involved. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And I think as well, you know, um, going back to the, the I'm going to objectify the poor man, but like you can tell like he's been working on his physique and stuff as well. And he's like, he's getting that whole package together. I know when he first got to AEW. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah, the whole really package. That um, but when he got to AEW, we we were saying, weren't we? Like I, I had him firmly as like, he reminded me of like the Rock and Triple H, like the Intercontinental title, um, you know, ladder match kind of thing. And, I, I could, I kind of got a vision then of like him, you know, if he if he could add that physique, he could be like, I don't know, obviously not like a Triple H because his style's totally different. But I mean, like you could just see that he was going to work on that physique and he was going to potentially get to world title status. And I feel like looking at him now, you can see, yes, he he is a TNT champion, makes hundred percent. He's, you know, a convincing world champion in the future. I would say. Oh yeah, I think. You you were very, one of the first to sort of peg him as a future star. I think you were impressed by him from day one. But like you say, he's been working on himself quite clearly. Uh, but in terms of that, like, because I always thought he's been really good in the ring. But even that, like, you know, some of the sloppier elements you're not really seeing these days. And um, I I was never one of these ones to come at him over the whole Matt Hardy stuff. Um, you know, with the, like the chair shot that may have been accidental. It clearly was accidental. Um, and various bits, and it's like, oh, he's just he's a bit dangerous. He's a bit haphazard and all that. And it's like. I don't know. I feel like he's um, he's tightened up on the wrestling front as well. As much as we're, he's always been a fantastic wrestler, I think. Um, yeah, it was just it was so cursed that feud. The pair of them just Jesus. Oh, it's just so unlucky between the two, really. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you know, similar to you, not much else to say um, on that. To be fair, the last highlight I want to talk about is the acclaims viral video. I fucking love this. I just loved it. It was so funny. Stang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Two kids going through a goth phase, like fuck, it's so good. Um, Honestly, I, I, I love these just, two. I'm so glad that the, all that that perceived sort of controversy and heat for Max has not hindered him because they, they're still able to be really fucking funny. I love the fact that like when he like afterwards he poked fun at like having a sense of like he had to read from a script that Tony gave him and stuff like that. Um, I love that they they sort of acknowledged the controversy and stuff, and they're still letting him do the freestyles and, and go down this route. Uh, yeah. well, I don't know if you can technically class this as a freestyle, given how planned and produced it was. But uh, even so, like, just, <laughs> there's just so much potential for these two. Uh, yeah. And I, 
Although it's a very Facebook company like this. It's great. It's a very very tricky gimmick to have in this day and age where offense can be taken to almost anything by anyone. Um, so it's even like now that Tony is you know given sign off and approval on what he can and can't say. Like you you know certain stuff he's going to say. You know, like I imagine there's a lot of goth kids who are now offended by saying going through a goth phase. You know, it's like if you know, I know that's that's not on the same level as some of the stuff he said in the past, but you know, the, well, no, the, you take the point. Like if somebody wants to be unhappy with what he's saying, they'll find a way. Exactly. So it's it is a very tricky gimmick to have, but I I honestly hope that you know anything like that is firmly behind him, where people react that way to the stuff he says because. It's so you know it's just it's so entertaining like his his freestyles is some of the stuff I look forward to the most with if I know he's going to be on a show I have to I have to see that freestyle whether it's like seeing it on Reddit or catching it on Dark or you know Dynamite whatever um like I've got to hear it so like you know stuff like this the viral video and stuff as well I just thought it was so funny and it was just so silly as well like obviously him doing the coffin drop Bowens is he's so underrated Bowens as well he's just the hype man isn't he but he's, he's so fucking funny doing the coffin drop and they're making snow angels and shit like it's just it's all, it's all funny um so yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed this just a bit of silliness and I know a lot of people who are AW because obviously as you said before you've got to pick one like some people who are like I'm I'm AW only and it's like you've gone back on what you said this is just a WWE skip video blah 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 it's like well no it's not is it it's just you know this completely isn't fitting with them as as characters so I thought yeah, exactly. it was funny I enjoyed it no totally agree totally agree um so moving on to the O'Shites oh let's book yourself for two have you well you know two in a car. row. Um, I don't know why that's happened I just like the sound of me on boys um, but yeah I'm going to kick off there's actually a couple of O'Shites this week for AW uh, the first one keen to get your thoughts on it you know since maybe you probably should have been the one to do it um, is <laughs> obviously we opened the show with Adam Cole Red Dragon and the books and that whole thing you know that whole dynamic which is cool I don't mind that dynamic I'm interested then the best friends come out and it's like okay here we go and then <sighs> It was the fact that Britt Baker and that's got involved now as well. And I'm not digging the feud with best friends with this. I don't even know what to call them, but with like this click um, that's happening at the moment. Um, like I'm interested in knowing, you know, who's Adam Cole going to side with? Is it going to be the books? Is it going to be Red Dragon? Is it Red Dragon? Red Dragon? Um, you know, <laughs> Red <is> Dragon. It... <laughs> Red Dragon, Chico. Um, or is it, you know, like how, how's it going to go? I'm interested in that. But the fact that now it's like, I feel like they've just brought Brit into this because, well, the best friends have got Chris Statlander and, well, Britt Baker's with Adam Cole, so let's just do that. I think this is such a bad move. They just, they don't need to work together or be part of the same faction. They can just be dating each other. People know it. Cool. We get it. Mm. Why, why bring, I just, I don't know. It really kind of rubbed me the wrong way, to be fair. It was, you Honestly, know, like, I'm, like, I'm not blaming Kyle O'Reilly, but... <laughs> This thing really went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be honest, right? It, I think it's too oversaturated. There are too many moving parts. I feel like Adam Cole has essentially replaced um, Hangman Page mm. for the, like, who's he going to side with? Because we've had this before with Page. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I'm not digging it. Like, all this whole thing of, like, they're clearly moving towards Bucks versus um, O'Reilly and Fish. 
And I'm like, which is, you know, but like to me though, it's not, it's not, Carl, I don't like the riding of fish. You need <laughs> well, to no. talk off. Well, well to be fair, the mates, it does well, so. yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I agree with you. I, I didn't actually like anything that O'Reilly did as part of the segment. And it's not just because I don't like O'Reilly, you know, it might have a small part to do with it, but you know, similar things, small that, part, what? <laughs> similar things that you've said before, like he's just, he's annoying. <laughs> and, I, di- I didn't like any any of the mic work that he did on the show, um, and yeah, I just I'm not digging it. But I'm digging the Cole kind of the paradox of choice between does he go with his you know his old school friends or his other old school friends or can they all get along? Don't mind that. It's just the introduction of the best friends just feels a bit. I, I just, don't know. They've not known I, what to do with the best like friends say, in a long time. Really oversaturated because like I say this was busy enough and we've yeah. got the best friends in it as well. Yeah, and then you put, you know, sound like Scott Steiner here, but you fucking, you bring Britt Baker into the mix, and you've got a 33 and a third percent chance of me enjoying it. Um, this this does nothing for Brit. I think that's the bit that they need to acknowledge. Yes. This does absolutely nothing for Brit. It actually it, makes things worse for her. Yes, you've hit the nail on the fucking head. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. She's got her own cool stuff going on. She's got her own little stable of people with Rebel and um, fucking, why can't I remember her name? Fuck's her name? Ah, Jamie Hater. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, like, that's um, all cool. There's, the storylines going there. She's got rivalries like, with fucking Rio. She's got rivalries with uh, Thunder Rosa. You know, she's got loads of shit going on. Um, like, this is this is right. This is a bunch of like these guys. Are, they're not like I don't think people are digging this. I could be wrong. I've not looked at the stats or whatever, right? I'm not digging it. But from my perspective, this feels like a pull of going. Well, you know, Adam's dating the cool girl in school, so. Maybe she can come and give us a bit of like credibility or whatever. Because like, who's digging this really? A lot of people are like massively not into the box anyway. You, they're kind of marmite, but um, it's just it, it doesn't work, man. It doesn't no. work. No. Like, let's it, let, bring it right back down. If this is what you want to do, as much as I'm not a fan, right? If this is what you want to do and have the box versus ultimately uh, Fish and O'Reilly, then just do that. <laughs> Why are we making this so fucking busy? Yeah. No idea. Um... So yeah, not not a fan, unfortunately, of of any of that stuff, um, which is a shame. Yeah. Well, speaking of like, while we're bitching, right? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about structure, Carl, because I'm a I'm an expert in in how you structure a, a, a wrestling show, <laughs> of course, obviously, of course. Because I've been watching them since I was a kid, so therefore I'm qualified mm-hmm. to comment on these things. Uh, but Tony Khan, I think he dropped a bit of a clanger this week. We'll be British about it, right? Because um, do you He's not had think a it was- fucking mare, mate? <laughs> Fact is right. Nah. <laughs> um, do you not think it was a bit odd to have Hobbs versus Dante Martin follow Punk versus Wardlow? Massively. Considering like, Tony Khan had said himself, right, you know, I'm going to get involved in the booking of this now to make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen again. I'm going to have much tighter. It's like, it's the same fucking match after each other. You do exactly. it. Exactly. And it's, it, weirdly, they, they made that follow Punk and Wardlow, which arguably people were more invested in. Of course, yeah. So it was like... The one on the list. <clears throat> you'd, you'd put all that into that. You'd seen Punk get decimated for ages, and you were like, oh, and then Punk ends up getting the win. And it's like, right, let's just do that with um, the Wish version. Um, <laughs> what? Um, and same exact outcome as well. So it's just like, right, okay. Bizarre. Um, and the final of Shai for AW this week, just Sean Spears in a squash match. Doing the squashing, like, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. If it was Sean Spears getting squashed, makes perfect that sense. That would make sense. Um, 
But like, yeah, I get it. He's, he's you know, it's announced he's... Because obviously MJF came out at some point um, this week and was like, okay, I'm going to give you all the match that you, you want. Finally, you're going to get it. It's going to be CM Punk versus Sean Spears. I walked off and I was like, ha um, But, so I get it. They're going to give Sean Spears a win. But, like, you'd either give it over someone credible and not make it a squash or, yeah, you wouldn't do this either way. So, okay. Yeah. Let's face it. He's not... Sean is one of these annoying examples, right? When people have left WWE, I'm like, WWE was holding me back, and then like, <laughs> they, he kind of hasn't really proved his point. No, no. offense to him, and um, I feel bad for him because I want him to prove his point. But at the same time, it's just what I don't know if he's had the creative freedom to be his own character here. I assume he has because who come up with chairman? Probably him, right? But. It just hasn't worked. He's not worked in AEW at all. He's, he was actually more over in WWE. And I hate to give those examples. He was. I know people, yeah, people he was. like to compare. Although and People always do that kind of shit where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he should never have left WWE or vice versa. But go Hang on. on. Obviously, WWE had Perfect 10, which is a great gimmick. And Chairman's not great. But what about Glove Guy? Glovely. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, like the whole magic glove thing. Just that was kind so of, awful. Like, it was so shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely right. It was infinitely better in WWE, unfortunately. You just. Um... This, is, I'm, this is why I'm, I'm trying to trying to make sure that we, we're not AEW marks. We both agree that at the minute, we enjoy AEW more. We mm-hmm. carry on watching both. But you've got to call it where you call it and go, that he has not worked in AEW. No, he was not at all. He was better in WWE, and I, I'm not seeing anything change just yet. No. Um, so, yeah, so that was AEW this week. Um, not the best of uh, weeks for them, unfortunately. I'm going to give them a two. Um, of, the, of the stuff that was good, I think it was, um, you know, really good match quality and a bit of variety in there as well. Um, but, yeah, there was a lot of stuff which was I just didn't really like this week, which you don't normally get from us or AEW. So yeah, it had, did have more shouts than usual. And, again, I'm probably going to have to agree with you because in a similar vein to WWE, it wasn't like really annoying or really fantastic. It was just kind of like a part of me was leaning maybe towards a, a two and a half, but like there were a couple more O'Shea's than we generally have, but it was just kind of middle of the road stuff, really. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Um, roads to the middle is the second season of uh, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes' series. <laughs> roads um, in the middle. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was. This week in wrestling? It was. Um, so, yeah. God, we spoke for longer than usual on this one. But there was a lot to be said, damn it. Um, so, yeah. Make sure you check out the the Ringside Report. We're going to be talking all the latest news. And also, if you're a fan of the Rumble, like we are, then check out who we believe were the 10 best surprise entrants in the Royal Rumble of all time. So that's yeah. cool enough for you as well. But until Which then... we totally did before anyone else. Totally completely fresh unique new idea um but until then here is the one and only thunder rosa to bid you farewell it is ta-ta hey everybody this is thunder rosa and you're watching or listening a to the k a to the k a to the k a to the k